What's happening, party people? It's Damien L. Butler, and this is Manifest One Empowerment Group presents Tuesdays and Thursdays the podcast. We've had a long break, but now we're back. We're going to get back into it and start putting out the information that everybody needs to hear. Coming back with an episode from the long break in the summer with a special guest. Way back in the, in the wintertime, we talked about Generation Now, that group of millennials and young people that are getting things done, making it happen no matter what. Today's guest is an up-and-coming performing artist, recording artist, and super-duper athlete, all-around good guy. My One of my players, graduating senior, is somebody I, I, I look forward to sitting down and talking to. He goes by the name of Lil Henry. I know him better as Henry Bowley. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the first guest on Manifest One Empowerment Group Presents, Tuesdays and Thursdays, the podcast. All right, here we go. We're back into the episode. We got my, my young man, my player, my, my, my new idol, Henry Bowley in the studio, working and talking about just making music, going after your dreams and, and making it happen, no matter what. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's definitely cool to do this. So let's, let's talk about the process. We'll call it the five W's of, of music. Okay. Why you do it, how you do it, when you do it, when you start it. You know, give, me, give, me, give us the information so we can kind of inspire somebody else out there wanting to get this thing started, jump into it. All right, so I was introduced to rap, um, I want to say like sixth or seventh grade. I was like 12 years old. Uh, my friends just started playing it, and I've never heard anything like it before. Um, the upbeat um, beats of the music, the meaningful lyrics, everything just kind of like intrigued me. I was uh, really interested in the music, so I started listening to it on my own time. Uh, started wanting to create when I was uh, a freshman in high school. I Never thought I would actually go through with it, but I would sometimes catch myself in class writing lyrics, um, finding beats online, writing to those beats, stuff like that. So basically you decided to do something and you did it. Yeah, I definitely uh, just went for it. Um, it turned from like accidental, like just messing around to something that I was like actually gonna get serious about. I um, I bought a mic. I I got a computer software that lets me um, get the music that I want to put out there, and I definitely see myself uh, doing it for a very long time. It's really uh, honestly something that I really enjoy doing and a lot of people I know enjoy the music that I put out and a lot of people don't like it. So how do you deal with the people that don't like it? Um, well, like a lot of people think like that I'm just like one of those kids who thinks he can rap because he wants like the clout, they call it, you know, like the clout. It's all about the clout uh, these days and people think that you usually just can't rap because you're just like a white boy from Arlington Heights. And I'm just like, well, I do, do it because I love it. I do it because I love the genre. I love so many rappers. Um, all the music they put out, I'm always the first one to hear it. Um, I definitely am inspired by um, Kanye because he was the first rapper I ever listened to. 
Yeah, Kanye West. My favorite album of his is 808s and Heartbreak. It's a slept on album. That was Kanye's last good album, by the way. He Graduation is my favorite album. Yeah. 808 and Heartbreaks. After that, Kanye lost his mind. Yeah, I mean, Yeezus was okay, but like, I, I, I feel like his, his best music was like from the 2000s. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I also get a lot of inspiration from Logic and because he talks about the struggles he's had. Um, another rapper that hasn't been in the scene in a while, Macklemore, um, he tells stories with his with some of the music that he puts out. So the rap is new to you, so you we we couldn't sit here and talk about Nas or you know early Jay Z and all that kind of stuff. But are you a, are, do you study the game or you just pick up where you started? And how 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 does it how how's the whole plan look? long term to get better at what you do? A lot of people uh, would say that I, ha- I have to like the um, old rap, like the 90s rap. Um, I'm not a fan of it. I'm, I'm not a fan of Biggie. I'm not a fan of Tupac. I mean, I respect them, obviously, but I never listen to them really that much, and I might get some flack for that, but it's definitely... Um, not the music I grew up listening to, and I could never get into it. If I wasn't such a tolerant person, I'd throw you out of here. But it's okay. <laughs> 90s, the golden age of rap is my time. This is your time. So it's important. You know, you, you clearly understand why you're doing it and want to do it. So that, that, that's key. Do you have anybody, you know, any of your friends, any of your crew that makes the beats for you, or all your beats come from somewhere else? Some of the beats I have to buy from um, producers online. Uh, I also have a friend who is a producer, and he makes beats for me um, free of charge, um, just because he's my boy. I tell him what kind of beat I want, what vibe I want to give, depending on the lyrics I want to write. There's a lot of different themes I can have with my music. I can either be like a trapping like type song, it could be a emotional song, but whatever I want, he somehow puts it together and it sounds really good in the end. So is there a, a goal to get like a producing circle, a group of, you know, friends or a group of producers that you work with on a regular basis to start developing music in the future? I have a lot of good friends. We are so close and definitely have a dream of getting ourselves out there where we call ourselves the come up kids and we um already dropped a song already uh together we use beats that we find online and then we just roll with it freestyle and then after we freestyle we write down it if it's fire and then we just roll with it, drop it, and people love it. I mean, people know the come-up kids around the high school we went to, so it's really good to be known for what you love to do. And that, that's key, and that's one of the major things that I talk about and think about when I talk about Generation Now, that y'all basically put it together and decided you want to do it, so y'all went out and made it happen. But another thing that, that you know, I want to I stay young and I want to stay hip and connected so there are young people that I work with that are making beats. 
and they want to get them out, they want to sell them, they want their name to be out there. So the internet has shrunk the world. I mean, y'all can't just get up and go when you want to because you know, y'all don't have the transportation, y'all not that, at that point in your life yet, but y'all can go anywhere you want on, on the internet. Mm-hmm. There are places on the internet that I've never been that you just go on a regular basis and get information, get uh, get your beats, put your, your information out there. So part of what I want to do is kind of make that circle a little bit smaller and create opportunities for young producers, young rappers, and promoters, whatever it may be. So like the Come Up Kids, you know, they, they create a, an opportunity. You know, we put some things together and there's just an outlet to have things happen. And just being here in the circle and seeing people and trying to connect the dots to make the whole thing, you know, make a dream, you know, real is important. So I'm going to promise now on on tape. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm old, so we're taping this. Right. On tape, to, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my best to get you some beats. I'm going, I'm going to do my best, I'm going to get you some decent beats. So, you know, when, you, when your mixtape comes out, you have some hot beats from producers from around the country. You're going to spread outside of... Uh, Arlington Heights, Illinois. All right. I mean, send them my way. I mean, the beat packs that I, that, that I would get are probably all different kinds of vibes, and I'm down for anything. And we're definitely going to hook you up and, and move it in the, in the right direction. Right. I'm excited about the whole thing, just to, to watch people go out and do what they want to do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've said it over and over again. I am just want to connect and see people grow. Outside of music. What else is going on? Well, I just graduated high school. Uh, not really an academic kind of guy. Um, I'm more of a hands-on kind of guy, so I'm doing welding at uh, Harper, and it's honestly a really crazy experience. I didn't know shop classes at high school, nothing like that. Uh, just talked to my dad. I was just like, Dad, I don't want to go to college, and he's like, all right, why don't you try welding? Because, you know, he's, like, sort of in that field. Like, he's in CNC, uh, plastic mold injection guy. So uh, he was like, why don't you try welding? And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And first day, I fell in love with it. It was awesome. What's CNC? It's pretty much just, like, using a big machine to cut metal into certain shapes that people use to put on bigger things. I know that sounds pretty, um, like, simple, and dumbed down, but that's pretty much all it is. A hands-on guy, okay. Yep. So no no bachelor's, no master's, no PhD, but a fat paycheck in the near future. Yeah, I mean, there's a high demand for welders in the, um, in the U.S. and pretty much all around the world. I mean, I have so many opportunities coming with this field, and it's just uh, the, f- the future's bright. So school and tech, well, trade school, you know, yeah. getting your hands dirty on, uh, on the work end, music on the back end. What else you got? Well, social life, everything's going pretty well. I got some good friends, obviously, the come up kids. My uh, don't have a relationship right now. I uh, just got broken up with, but it's... It's all good. Like I, I, I just know that I don't want to get myself into any uh, situations where somebody's not happy. So you, you say that, and that, that's a big conversation piece that I've had with quite a few people. What, what is, what's a relationship like for a non-old person? 
Now, I've been <laughs> married for a few years, so things are different from my relationships. Yeah. What are relationships like for young up-and-comers? Well, I feel like a lot of people my age date just to say they're dating. I mean, like, it's not really, like, even, like, dating at all. Like, you you just, like, hang out at each other's houses, like, maybe have sex a few times and then tell everybody. It's honestly a huge joke. Um, in my opinion, I am not looking for a relationship right now for the sole reason that uh, I've been screwed over too many times. It's honestly just, it, it takes a toll on me emotionally and even physically sometimes. I struggle with a lot of things and trust is definitely one of them now uh, due to trying to fix relationships that weren't meant to be. That sounds real growing up. I mean, at, at 18, 19, those are the same issues you're dealing with at 29, 30. So relationships are going to be, you know, ups and downs. They're going to have their, their, their highs, their lows, but it, it's part of the process. Romantic relationships, they come in and they come and they go. But taking the, the, the sex and the, oh, I'm dating or that whole process out of the whole thing, how does that play into developing your circle for developing your music? It gives me something to talk about. Um, I just really covet those emotions when I'm sad. And I put it in my music. I t get people to relate to me. I tell, tell a story. And uh, high school really wasn't mo the most uh, easy time for me. I wasn't living the life of a normal high schooler. Um, I'm fairly open about my past. Um, I struggled with addiction. I struggled with depression, anxiety, everything like that. Hospitalized multiple times. Um, even put in a residential rehab facility for 36 days. And I am not afraid of telling people that. It's just... Some people get scared when they hear about that, but I just usually just tell people just because I think that if they're not scared and they know that about me and they're, I know they're worth it if the true friends think I'm worth it as well. So you talk about bearing your, your soul and, and, and talking about your past and dealing with depression and all that kind of stuff. Talk to me about fear and how you deal with it knowing you have these challenges? There was a time where I wasn't afraid of anything. I'd say like this, my sophomore year of high school, I was all, I, all I cared about was myself, um, where I could get my next uh, fix, everything like that. I just really thought that everything was all about me. I just didn't really care about anyone else and but myself. I thought too much about what other people thought of me, and that ultimately made me a selfish person, believe it or not. I definitely think that a lot of kids struggle with certain things, and people usually have no idea. Um, I feel like if I get my story out, I could convince kids to not be afraid of what their past was or what they're going through right now even. I've learned a lot from the struggles I've been through. Um, I learned that my biggest enemy is my thoughts. Um, I shouldn't 
let myself think that people are talking bad about me or I'm a bad person or I shouldn't be alive. I should just think that I need I need to give myself that positive self-talk that everybody needs to give themselves. Um, another mindset I learned was that a common misconception is that you make choices and people call their choices mistakes. Um, sometimes you make mistakes, but calling a choice a mistake is one of the biggest flaws I had when I was struggling my most. So what I hear you saying is go through the process. Trust, you know, go. the journey matters. The mistakes are there to help you learn and get better. So don't beat yourself down. Learn from what's going on around you and use those things to help you in the future. Yeah, learning is the most important part of life. Um, without learning, nothing would get done, nothing would, nobody would ever uh, be the person that they really want to be. Was there ever a point where you thought you knew everything and you didn't need to learn anything else? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure, like, every teenager thinks that they know everything. Um, that's definitely how I was, but there was, it got to the point where I literally thought that I knew everything about life at, like, 16 years old, and that's simply not the case. Even, like, 80-year-old wise men don't know everything about life. They just know what they've been through and what they, yeah, what they've been through. I did not pay this man to say that. I'm just, these are his words and his words, well, his words, but not his words only. Everybody's going through a process. Trust the process and, and get better from it. Don't beat yourself down and give yourself some room to grow. Absolutely. All right, so Lua Henry has dropped some knowledge, you know, without the track. So talk to us about what's coming next with the music and what we can hear, you know, what you already put out there in the world. Um, SoundCloud usually is the first place to listen to whatever I put out. Um, sometimes I use a publishing website to put it on, like, Spotify or something like that. Um, takes, like, a week or two for them to make sure you didn't, like... Um, like copy it or like take a beat that you didn't pay for or use or weren't supposed to use. Um, but yeah, I mean like when it's on Spotify, there, you get a ton more listeners because not a lot of people go on SoundCloud that much. So what's the, what's the SoundCloud uh, address? What's the link we can put in right now to go get it? You just got to go on the SoundCloud search bar and search up my friend Martel's uh, SoundCloud. Uh, he... His username is Marty Gras. It's M-A-R-T-Y-G-R-A-S, all one word. The Come Up Kids are making their own SoundCloud link soon uh, when we drop the uh, mixtape, so it's definitely going to be uh, a big reveal once that comes out. So is this like a D12 type of situation we got going on? What's that? You never heard it. You know who Eminem is, right? Yeah, I know who Eminem is. Eminem had a group from the, from his boys back in Detroit, and it was twelve of them, and they made a pact that whoever blew up first came back to get the rest of them. So after the Slim Shady album, yeah, Eminem came back and had uh, did a whole thing with D12, and uh, D part of the group, the group in uh, Eight Mile. You seen the movie? Yeah, I've seen Eight Mile. 
some of those dudes are what made up real life D12. Oh, really? I mean, like, you knew I didn't listen to the old stuff, so... Eminem is not old. Well, I mean, he's old, bro. Oh, I don't like Eminem. I'm sorry. Tolerance. 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 I'm about the new stuff. Oh, uh, okay. It, it's okay, but like I said, at least we agree that 808 and Heartbreaks is the last great Kanye album. We We can... We can rest there. Yeah, he definitely turned some heads with that one. All right. All right, so we're going to wind this episode down. I need to say I appreciate you taking time and coming in and, and dropping jewels and bringing all of the previous Tuesdays and Thursdays of podcast episodes into one. I've talked about dealing with fear. I've talked about you know, mistakes and, and having to go through the process and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate the fact that I've been able to say some things and they actually exist in you know the, the mind and the mouth of millennial. I mean, we, we talked about a few things during the season. We worked hard and we came together, but we're talking about life as a whole. So I appreciate the, the fact that you are helping me as a father, as a coach, as a mentor to understand that I know I have expectations for you and you know, I want you to do well, but I, I need... To be, you reminded me that I need to give you space so that you can make some mistakes, but also need to make sure I'm there to support you when those things come and we can continue to learn these lessons. So before we close out, any parting words? Um, yeah, I just appreciate being here. I appreciate everything that you just said. I mean, I've learned so much from you as a person, um, as a player, and but more importantly, as a person, like I said before, um, I just can't believe that a coach can be someone who I look up to uh, this much. It's honestly, you're one of my biggest role models. It's um, believe it or not, but it's I've I've known you for like a year, but already one of my biggest role models, and um, it, I just appreciate you. Uh, Send me those beat packs from the friends. We, we're definitely going to get DZ in the track and, and make sure he knows what's going on. You know, that I, I appreciate the fact that, that you view me in that way, and I, I appreciate the opportunity that you've given me to be a part of your life. You know, I let all the old school hip-hop stuff go away just mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm your role model. So we're going to keep this going, but we're going we're gonna to let this episode end and let this uh, this knowledge out of the mouth of a millennial. You know, little Henry dropped some stuff. Check him out on SoundCloud and get ready for the next episode. This is Damian L. Butler. This is Manifest One Empowerment Group presents Tuesdays and Thursdays podcast. See y'all next time.